0: What's up you guys, Sean Ross Sapp, this is November 18th, it's the Wednesday Night War Podcast, we're reviewing NXT, we're reviewing AEW, get the plugs right out of the way, I got a Tom Pritchard interview that's up right now, I got a Killer Kelly interview that drops on Thursday, and on Sunday, one that I'm very excited about, Tough Enough Ones, Uh, Nydia, a 7,100 word feature going up on that bad boy. And lots of articles to follow. It's her first interview since the 2000s. She does not have social media. She does not do anything like that. So this is going to be the only place that you hear from her. Please give that some love on Survivor Series Sunday. But you know, we got exclusives all the time at Fightful.com. We got them all the time at FightfulSelect.com. I broke some tonight during the show. Had some backstage notes on the on the program. Had a name that that they pitched for Chelsea Green that didn't happen. Hopefully, it never does happen. It almost did. Lots of stuff about a Vincent Mann meeting with a star that Paul Heyman was high on. But you know what? Alex Palowski's also on Fightful Select. How's it going, Alex Palowski? Uh, well,
2: I'm 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 doing pretty well. But you know, as as a lot of people know, I I, I do record this in my basement. I haven't had to break out the fingerless gloves yet. But mark it down, folks. November eighteenth is the day I switched from the backwards baseball cap to the beanie. To to the to to the winter beanie because that's that's how cold it is in my basement. We
0: gotta brand you, man. We gotta start making fightful beanies for you. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that'd be great. I mean, we gotta do it. We gotta get you one cent. Uh, leave a thumbs up guys i can't tell you how much that helps if you see any of our streams any of our videos the more you thumbs them up the more that it, it lets youtube know that you like what's going on so please do that and subscribe hit that bell for notifications during this show if you send a super chat we answer your question or statement on the air we got robert defelice here as well robert how you doing
3: I'm doing all right. I unknowingly took the uh, backwards cap on from Alex.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And here I am, not wearing anything. I had a Taylor Swift wig on a few weeks ago, though. So, I mean, you all 'all can get on my level, eventually. Yes. We've got some super chats right out of the gate. Um, Anakin JMT says, happy for Renee and Moxley. Glad that even a couple pushing 40... (laughs) Can still start a family. What butter disregard Jimmy V had for you, Sean? He thought I was upset because of my age, and I'm like, "Whoa, bro! What? Thirty six isn't pushing forty, and that's not how old I am." But he said <laughs> naya Jax was pushing forty, and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Bri- Brian, Brian Heath says, "I'm upset you turned down Luke's team offer. I, I was busy, man." I had important things to do. I was playing with my Toy Story figures. I did not want to join Team Luke. Zach Barber says, "Get you a space heater, Alex. Man, that brings your electric bill square up, though, doesn't it?"
2: I have one, okay. and I've used it. I used it on the podcast a while ago, and you can absolutely hear it. There's a little hum underneath it. I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm. Look what I do for this business. For this business, Sean. This
0: business. I love it. Uh <laughs> of course eloquent says congrats to Renee Paquette. Yeah, I can't tell you guys how wonderful Renee Paquette has been in every interaction that I have ever had with her and that's more than I can say for a lot of people in wrestling. Uh very very happy for her. It, it is just wonderful. And especially when you see the overwhelming positive reaction from the wrestling world uh, when Becky Lynch posted hers. Man, there ain't a person that, that you can find that dislikes Renee Young. Same with, same with Becky though. So, uh, before we get in this AEW review, eloquent says, "Did you see the Britt Baker talk show segment on Dark? Thought it was hilarious. How the f did WWF Serena Deeb and not let her wrestle? We'll talk about that later. Let's talk about one hilariously dopey reaction to that Britt Baker thing. Did you see the guy who claimed to be a stand-up comedian?" Who claimed that Britt Baker was ruining stand-up comedy by doing a wrestling segment? Oh boy, yeah. let me tell you, this dude had to take a, a quick break from his his demanding poon slaying schedule to film this one. It was one of the most embarrassing videos I've ever seen, and he finished it talking about rim jobs. Uh, it's what? unbelievably dumb. Like I'm not gonna put his his Twitter handle over. But it was one of the dumbest things that I ever saw. Uh, Evan Wright says, Sean, did Myron Reed need to wear his vest today? He has to. He has to. For his own safety. Medical reasons. Medical reasons. Please stop asking him to not wear his vest. (sighs) (sighs) So, let's talk AEW Dynamite. Uh, Eventually, I keep meaning to have Alex and Robert switch these, but it'll happen one of these weeks. we got an AEW show. And uh man, I, I really liked it. But I mean the thing is, I usually enjoy it. Evan Wright says, Thought AEW smashed it tonight, hot opener, women's storylines, amazing heel turn at the end, inner circle stuff was hilarious to me. Great night. Robert, what'd you think?
3: Yeah, this was a pretty solid episode and overall I like where they're going, even though I gotta say the December second winter is coming. It's a pretty cheesy tagline for a show, but if they can get away with it, more power to them. And, of course, you know.
0: <laughs> it's it's getting over, so we'll rock with it. I mean, we got butter disregard over last week to, because of somebody's typo, uh, so... Keep them rolling in, guys. Super chats all night long. Young Bucks against Top Flight. Um, Robert, I think Top Flight are going to be all right in this wrestling business. I think they're going to do okay.
3: Yeah, I think they should They should have scooped them right away. I understand maybe why not. Well, they're a little young. Maybe
0: they have,
3: and we just don't know have. it. Oh, my God. They were so good. Because Anthony Bowens, I know that he was signed
0: weeks before. The Lee Johnson signing—the way that I knew that happened—is because I hit him up for an interview, and the day we were set to do it, he's like, "Oh, by the way, I got to clear it with PR," and I'm like, "Not if you're not signed, you don't." Like yeah. one of those, so maybe I should try to interview them, and we'll find out. But Bryant Heath says, "Top flight is the future." It's hard to disagree with that. The, the comparison I keep saying is if Loki and Amazing Red had teamed together in O two, that's who these two guys are. This match
3: ruled, Robert. Yeah, you put that over last week, and I was, like, very high praise, but they lived up to it. They were doing springboard swan some stuff that you don't see outside of video games, and shit looked good, and it looked crisp, and it made the Young Bucks look even better than they typically do on a weekly Wednesday nowadays, and that was
0: awesome. Wait, wait, did they, did they roll sevens? Did they hit a blackjack? You said stuff you... You don't see out of video games. All I can think of is this AEW casino game. They got. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, they weren't wearing shirts, so they wouldn't be able to fly in that. <laughs> yes. Game. Uh, Evan writes, give me top flight versus private party immediately. Yes. I mean, tag team wrestling. Alex, it's so simple. Every single person that watches wrestling can relate to having a friend, having a brother, having a Sister, a mother, a son, a, a, a father that they dream of, like, tag-teaming with, winning tag-team titles with. It's a very relatable thing to want to share your joy, even for the most miserable person in wrestling reviewing.
2: Me, yes. Yes. No, I, I I think... uh I think that uh that everybody can imagine having a friend you would you would want to go to battle with. A friend who you would never ever stab in the back, no matter what. A friend you would ride or die with. Everybody can imagine that, except for Vince McMahon, which is why he treats his tag teams the way he does.
0: Yeah, the guy who literally gave Sheamus and Drew McIntyre a giant sword for them to <laughs> figuratively stab each other in the back with at some point. No. It's mm-hmm. his sword. Yeah. It's 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 vince mcmahon personally owned that sword guys unreal (laughs) drew nicholas says the younger top flight bro rivals montez and the incredible amount of air and lightness on his feet absolutely incredible yeah and and then afterwards you got the hybrid two coming along i like them also i would like to see matt seidel maybe join the hybrid two in the future i think that would that would be a good move What do you think about uh, TH2 going after them? To me, it makes sense. It's easy. Like, no, we're the high flyers around here. We're worried about our job security type of thing. That seems like the kind of thing AEW would do.
3: And they also have the logical bitterness. Like, we've been here since day one, and we haven't gotten a match like this on Dynamite. What the hell? I like it. I like TH2. TH2 is very good, and they have not been utilized as well as they could have. Now, Jack Evans went to Twitter a while back and said that that's on him, largely. But I'm ready to see them shine in year two.
2: I am am a huge uh, Hybrid 2 fan. I mean, as a unit, great. But those two guys... I, I was such a huge fan of them and, and Lucha Underground. Jack Evans is so underrated with all the things he can do comedically and things like that, just as a character. And Angelico has still done one of the greatest stunts I've ever seen in a wrestling where, where he ran off the top of that warehouse thing and did a drop kick to somebody on oh, a ladder. Yes. That was amazing. You can find that on YouTube. That's It still boggles my mind that they had him do that. It was so crazy.
0: One of the most unreal things I've seen. Jack Evans got me into like non- WWE TNA Wrestling, because I saw his Scramble Cage clip. Uh, Bryant, he says, TH2 versus Young Bucks gives me P- PWG vibes. Oh, yeah. like and, and they're bringing this style to the forefront, and I, I love it. Uh, Eloquent says, shout-outs to FTR topping the PWI Tag Team 50. Yeah, shout-outs to them for issuing me exclusive comments on that when I reached out, too, because a lot of people will just be like, no, well, we got to wait. They were like, what's the harm? Let's do it. They issued us yeah. comments. It's unfightful. Check it out, and Evan Wright says, "Love the Motor City callbacks, the yes. hand gesture into the corner camera, the top rope slice bread makes me happy seeing tag wrestling praised." Alex, you and I specifically have reviewed a lot of years now of WWE not caring, and I yep. love that people care.
2: Yes, absolutely. Like this is the thing that you watch. You watch the the, the especially the guys who are allowed to do this kind of stuff uh, in in AEW. How how, how much reverence? They have for the history of this this separate art form of wrestling because this there's a there's a two person dance that we all know but when it when it comes into how do you get four people involved and in all the different ways you can use teamwork in in various manners uh, aw is second to none.
3: I love the motorcycle machine guns. I wish that they were on a global platform 10 years ago, but I'll take it today because they are that good. I'm hoping that this somehow leads to a cool Young Bucks-Motor City crossover.
0: Orange Cassidy defeated Kip Sabian. This was another fun match, but, I mean, you you knew the drill. You know Orange Cassidy's winning. They're setting up Miro. Uh, He ends up attacking Orange Cassidy until best friends make the save. This is harmless. I mean, Kip Sabian, I think, is going to be a lot more serviceable down the line. I've I've been there during scrums where he really held court and has a has a natural type of charisma and has has is a, he's a very charming guy, but Orange Cassidy winning this was a no brainer and it's pretty good.
3: Yeah, uh, Miro is on commentary, which is a great way to showcase this new Miro. I'm not a fan of it, but that's okay because it shows where they're going and for what it is, he's having fun. Good things all around.
0: Yeah, I'd rather him be booked. I mean. This booking, it's like, well, they could do more. But in WWE, it's like they're not doing anything with him. Yeah. So, And this was fine. And to me, if you give me fine in pro wrestling, I'm going to be satisfied. I'll be all right with it.
3: I'll take uh, Gucci Miro on commentary over Miro getting cucked by yeah. Lashley. So, yes. you know.
0: We have the Blade losing to Pac. Now, I love the way they told this story because. Usually, I'd be like, why doesn't Pack just run through him? Pack had eight months off, and they reiterated it on commentary over and over. Kingston said, is that the eight months off? Is that the eight months off? So I thought that made a lot of sense, how they can create competitive matches within commentary and give you a reason why this goes ten minutes instead of two minutes. Uh, Robert,
3: the match itself, how'd you feel? Really good. It reminded me of why I missed Pac. And it was great to see him back. I loved the story that they told after the match. Even if I feel like the overall ending was a little rushed, Mm -hmm. it's the perfect story to tell. So we're banging on all cylinders here.
0: Yeah, this was good stuff. And then afterwards, Eddie Kingston comes out. He attacks Pac. And I don't know what Ray (laughs) Phoenix was trying to do. When when Ray Phoenix... let Let me tell you what, Alex. He was not... And Helico hitting that drop kick, which Boris Nestovich just saw and said, wow, yeah, it's one of the most exhilarating spots ever. He tried to, to like, launch himself into the ring, but he just kind of landed sort of on everybody, but I don't think he was supposed to. Oh, but we got the death triangle back, Robert. I mean, this. Yes. And here's the thing. Predictable isn't bad
3: when it's good. And that's the perfect example. We knew they were doing this, but it's good. Yeah, and this was good, and I can argue the whole, well, Penta just tried to kill his brother last week. But, you know, if you have a sibling, you understand. Like, listen, I can beat you up, and we can try to kill each other. But if somebody else even lays a finger on you, uh, no, I'm going to come to your aid. And... This is great. I'm not sure how much legs the Kingston-Butcher-Blade pairing has, yes. but Death Triangle's fun.
0: I think I think they can. I mean, I kind of like Eddie Kingston with Santana and Ortiz in the future because there's some history there as well. Evan Wright says, Phoenix with buttered disregard for his body. Uh, Alex, like I said, predictable isn't bad when it's good, and I think that everybody knew when they put Pentagon and Phoenix with Eddie Kingston, it was a placeholder, but it was yeah. a damn good placeholder.
2: Yeah, I think they could have strung it out a little bit. Um sure. But but I but it's 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 fine. Like this, you're getting this. I I think that Butcher and the Blade are 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 two guys who seem like they would hang out with Eddie Kingston. Yes. Um, it's, it's true. More more than Benta and Phoenix. But um, but again, like Death Triangle is a great name. Triángulo de la Muerte is the greatest name for a trios <laughs> faction I've ever heard. And you have to say it that way because it's just fantastic especially since it's it's these two amazing luchador brothers and this jordy tiny little like coked out pirate (laughs) who's who's their who's their leader it's so great i can't wait to see actual trios matches in like like AEW is the perfect place to do a trios division like you can do that and and put a whole bunch of people because you got also not to spoil anything you have another uh thing that happens at the end of aw that gives you another trio that i'd love to watch versus any of these guys out there it's great
3: oh so how where are we sean with the uh aw trios championships you got any scoops on that because this is coming <laughs> well i mean ftr told me they didn't want it they
0: think it would negate things but uh before i get into that i'm gonna tout this trio's roster eddie had butter disregard for trying to say Pax's name right <laughs> Uh, and then Ig the King says, "Great week for tag wrestling on Raw, Impact, and AEW." You damn right it was. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, for all that we just said about WDB, that hurt business. New Day match, mm. amazing. If Raw gives me one match like like that or Ali Ricochet a week, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna dread it. Right. Uh, Bryant Heath says trios championships, please. So I don't think that they're coming right away, and that's just me saying I don't think. I can find out, but I wish they would because they got two hours of TV on YouTube a week mm-hmm. now. And I've, we've got the roster. Go go to our Fightful Wrestling Resources section and and look at all the teams. You've got Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. You've got Team Eddie Kingston now. You've got two or three different combinations of the Dark Order as mm-hmm. trios. You've got the Gun Club, which is Billy Gunn and his kids. You've got uh, the Nightmare family. You've got them still. You've got the Elite. You've got Jurassic Express. You've got two different combinations of the Inner Circle. That's just off the top of my head looking right here. You've got Team Taz now.
3: Stronghearts when they're back.
0: SCU. There's there's a dozen trios teams right now.
3: And I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, FTR wouldn't mind it as much if Tully could go yeah go, i think they'd enjoy themselves some trios yeah. i think yeah. it'd
2: be great if the two of them refuse to tag him in until <laughs> the pinfall and then he always gets to do, get the cover like yes. no 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 it's a tag match we'll go two on three and then tully because of our reverence for him he'll get to get the three count
3: that'd be awesome evan wright
0: says just give me a king of trios tournament no titles needed give them medals sure. or something like they did with the women's tag time at t- tournament that'd be so fun i agree uh, the Nerd Guru says Mox announcing that on the S.H.I.E.L.D. anniversary. My God.
3: Hell yeah. I didn't even catch that. Very yeah, guys,
0: uh, donate a super chat. your question or statement read on the air. Uh, Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill attacked Brandy Rose backstage until Swole made the save. I love Big Swole. She's so convincing. And uh, this stuff from Jade Cargill was a lot better than what we saw last week. It was simple. She stomped on, on Brandy's arm in a chair. Robert, did this one do anything for you?
3: So I like the idea that just because somebody's not good in a traditional wrestling sense doesn't mean they won't be good in a street fight sense. There you go. And this was perfect. More importantly, Nyla and Vicky Guerrero running interference and kind of establishing a partnership. And now you've got Big Swole coming to the aid of Brandy, which at least puts Big Swole at the forefront of things, which will be a lot of fun to watch going forward.
0: Yeah, um... I, I completely agree. Also, later on, we see Anna Jay. She's going to face Hikaru Shida. They played this up. They gave you a reason for the rematch. John Silver, who is amazing, is touting her. And he's, and she's saying, you beat a rookie. You took advantage of a rookie. I'm not a rookie anymore. Even though Alex, she absolutely is still a rookie. She's yeah. had like 20 matches. but yeah. But she's also... She had a good match with Brandy Rhodes. For the love of God, mm-hmm. a really yep. good match with Brandy Rhodes.
2: I'm excited to see it.
3: I think she wins it.
2: Really, Alex? How do you think? I mean, listen, anything's possible. Uh, all I know is the NWA Women's Division uh, on AEW yes. is is far surpassing the N- the AEW Women's Division on AEW. Um, they, they have uh, apparently. Um, just the use of these NWA women um, who can come in and have these bangers of matches. We'll talk about in a second. And, and, and then get, we'll talk about this, getting into feuds with AEW women, which is a really great thing. And, and all of a sudden that roster expands. And then, all, then you have these women who are not as um, much of rookies, let's say who can come in and teach the rookies a thing or two about how to go. How to do do TV. Very
0: great of AEW to instill the secondary women's championship, which is the AEW women's championship.
3: That's true.
0: (laughs) Because, I mean, we're about to talk about it, but yeah, my God. Uh, Evan Wright says, John Silver is such a star to me, pizza boy. I mean, that's the thing. He got himself over in BTE, and Tony said, Why don't we see that? And then he's like, You want to see that on your show? (laughs) Okay.
3: (laughs) He's amazing. He's BTE champion now, baby. Yes.
0: IG the King says Rascals are an amazing trio, but they're going to WWE. Yeah, they are. I would I I'd imagine we'll see them on 205 live, and they, we should. They're very, very, very good. The Jam on Ryan B. James says private party. Matt Hardy is trios. There's That's another, another one. one. My yeah. God. So as we mentioned, John Moxley said it's been a crazy ride, and he mentions uh that he's going to be a father, all that good stuff. Like we hear about that. Um, that, that's, that's awesome. And then we see him laid out backstage when, when the camera goes to him in the contract signing, Omega had had already been in the ring. He was wearing the suit. He signed the contract. What do you make of this Robert?
3: I think, I don't know who, but I'm guessing if there's any kind of Japan crossover, I don't think Kenny Omega did it. I think somebody from Japan did it.
0: Yep. I, I would like that. Who, who's in line for the U.S. title shot? Is it Tanahashi? I
3: thought, I thought it was Kenta.
0: Is it Kenta? Okay, it is Kenta. You're right. It's Kenta. There you go. That'd be Kenta's- great. Oh, you know what they should do? They should say that he was the person that attacked Tadeo Atami in the parking lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I'm a miracle worker. Yeah, this is great. You and figured it out. Kenta came you, back. You figured
0: it out. Evan Wright um, says Kenta attacked him.
3: There we yeah. go. Let's yeah.
0: freaking Let's go. go. Let's do this
3: it. This would be the ultimate crossover and it would get everybody talking. Oh, man. It would be amazing. And I mean, they were there.
0: If WDB's is not going to do it, why not? Why not fix their own <laughs> booking for them? Oh, I love it. Whoo, this Las Vegas stuff. It was very much a hangover parody. I got to admit, I popped at the Hornswoggle being the baby thing. I'm embarrassed that I laughed at that, but I did laugh at it. Um, also, I laughed at a recent episode of the, the Hawkins Rider thing where they're, you know, they, they do the signings and all that stuff, and people give them gifts. Well, somebody gave Hornswoggle, like, a a canvas painting of him, and Cardona, Cardona goes, Oh, that's life-size. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't laugh, but I did. Uh, I thought I thought for sure they filmed this whenever they did that that commercial for the the video game or something. But they actually did this Friday and Saturday. Robert,
3: how'd you feel about this? My Sammy Guevara stole this for me mm-hmm. my favorite bit was the "Oh, you want to be blood brothers? Let's let's go! I'll cut myself right now. Let's do it!" And they had to get an Elvis personator to calm him down. Fantastic. The best running gag in AEW is Wardlow and Hager yes. just staring at each other. And I mean, obviously, you know, you've got the... Weed dealer Conan as well. There was like a guy dressed as a dragon. I thought it was like, where, where do you get dragon onesies? Especially ones that are like made to look like Ultimo, which is just yes. hysterical. Uh, it was a lot of weird stuff. The dick measuring contest with who's going to drink the most heavy alcohol. And, to, to be fair...
0: I thought that I had just missed something, and I thought they had a literal dick measuring contest. With they could have. I we might not have seen
3: that because it was definitely going that route.
0: MJF and Sammy, man, they just don't like each other. They just that's, don't. That's How it works, uh, Alex? Did you happen to see much of this?
2: Oh yeah, I saw this. I I, 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 I did enjoy their uh, one-upsmanship on ordering the drinks. Yes. Um, we in the in the bar I said we haven't uh, we haven't served that since. And then they said something together that I didn't understand the blank incident and I didn't catch it. And I'm assuming it was a fantastic punchline, but I missed it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that one either.
0: I thought this was pretty fun, man. I, I mean, it was more than anything. It was harmless. It was harmless. And it was a good way to, to further, like they're trying to bond.
2: Here. I did. I did because I I, my sour grapsness can't exit yeah, I entirely. i do have one quibble. That's not how blackjack is played. Nope. They don't give you both of your cards face down, and you show them to the dealer. Hey, I got twenty. Like that's not how blackjack is played at all.
3: It's a swerve, bro. That's the yeah. that's their game. That's, That'll be played in a casino game. Don't worry. Yes, Evan
0: <laughs> Wright says Conan with the weed popped me immensely. There you go. Uh, Anakin JMT says quick thoughts on the PWI tag team rankings. I have not seen them all yet. Uh, I had the evening. I was or. Uh, Took a couple hours off as they dropped, but I got the comments from FTR. I'll be looking over those tonight and I will let you know. Uh just just drop me a line, Anakin, and remind me Friday, and we'll we'll bring that up. But
3: yeah, uh I'm glad they're doing tag team rankings. I yes. am yeah. And it makes tag team wrestling matter. And I know Sasha and Bailey were up there and they deserve it because they carried the pandemic. Yeah, of so course. they deserve it. Of course. Uh, Bryant, he says, I was gonna,
0: uh, gonna FTR so they can pay off the North Carolina (laughs) references. I'm glad that Kenny Omega let people know that that was because of, uh, Michael Jordan. I, I enjoy that. I think a lot of people assume that, like, people like Kenny Omega have never watched sports or something like that. So, he, he, he gets those references. Oh, man. Serena D beat Thunder Rosa. This match, humped. So, like oh. again it's it's amazing and we got people asking us how did they not use Serena as a wrestler in WWE it's mind boggling
3: robert i think they i think they would have gotten there but everything you would have gotten wouldn't have been nearly as important, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have taken the chance. No, her. she yeah, wasn't gonna when, wrestle. She wasn't gonna. This wrestle was 2010. It. I, when Serena Deeb came in, they were knee deep in the Piggy James bullshit. No, they, they not that, not that. I'm talking like they had her as a coach
0: the last three years. She did not wrestle at all. Like,
3: oh well, I think you can make the same argument for how have they had Sarah Del Rey sure forever and not had her in the ring once? Maybe it was a decision that she made herself because she didn't want to take away from the women's evolution. I don't know. It's definitely clear that she can add so much to a roster, and I'm glad she's getting the chance to in all of wrestling.
0: Well, Serena Deeb looks like a million bucks. I love her gear. It's so traditional wrestling, like the boots, the tights. like, And, and I'm not trying to crap on Mickey James' flappy pants or anything like I usually do. It just looks so traditional. She has white boots and tights, no kick pads or anything. She looks like a million bucks, and because she's a little smaller than everybody, she really lays her shit in. Like, I mean, really does. And Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa is one of my favorite wrestling performers in the world. Everything about her is convincing. Like, there's a lot of people that throw on face paint to just throw on face paint. I feel like that is Thunder Rosa doing that, uh, Alex. When you see this, does it give you hope for the booking of women in AEW?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's it's there, especially, especially well, like the the end of of the match leading to something else. You're getting, I mean, there we're gonna get two storylines for women. At the, at the same time, yeah. one of them doesn't involve a title. That's, that's mind boggling. Like that's, that's really cool. Like, like I, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very optimistic and I always have been, I feel like they, it's there. They just, they need to devote more time to it. And from what I've, I understood, like there are women there who are just not ready for prime time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, they can't just like throw them out there. Hey g- girls, go have a 12 minute, you know. Four-star match. And they like, get, they, they got they, very they lucky because
0: Brit, a year ago, Britt Baker was one of those. A yes. year ago, Nyla Rose was one of those. Uh, six months ago, Anna Jay was one of those. And yeah. you've had three women really rise to the occasion. One of whom we saw during this match, Robert. I audibly cheered in my living room <laughs> when I see Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa come within just each other. I'm like, oh, they're doing this. Now, granted... I still think Britt Baker should be the world champion, Mm -hmm. but you know what? This as a few. I'm I'm all for this. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker is maybe the most excited I am for anything on the show right now.
3: It's a good stopgap on the way to her inevitably winning the belt. Mm -hmm. This is good because they had the little back and forth on social media on Friday, and everybody's thinking, "Oh, it's real." It's nope. They gotcha. Yeah, And I like it. As it turns anything, out,
0: they are workers, and they're very
3: good ones. And anything that puts Burt Baker on TV is good, because I want to go back to what you said. A few months ago, Anna Jay, Nyla Rose, Burt Baker, that is the emphasis of character, because Nyla Rose is a great character. Anna Jay, great character with the Dark Order. And Britt Baker is just the best thing God, damn, in this one's so version.
0: She's so good. And let me tell you, in my experience, it could not be more opposite of... Like she, it's it's amazing how well that she pulls this off because my God, it's just she rose to the occasion. She is everything that people that or one she's everything that AEW wanted her to be when they made her the first signing when they hit her up after all in and said hey, don't sign anywhere. She has fulfilled that. She has accomplished that, and that pull apart afterwards. Alex, did you get a chance to see that?
2: Yeah, that was Ooh. that was yeah. I'm 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 all in for that. Like I I mean the, the I mean I I I was really excited where I thought it might be going between Brit and Big Swole and it never fully panned out yes. for me. Um so this is the most um hyped I am for the potential of a women's feud in AEW since their inception. Like I'm I'm so ready for, for that because because Thunder Rose is so amazing at everything, and Brit is just the best goddamn talker yeah. and, and character. She's so great. And I, she's really improved in the ring, too. And I love that she's got this, you know, she's got Reba out there who can help her. God, like, There's so a really, really good storyline there to be had.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, something to keep your eye on. Brit's transition specifically, like, I see those, and I'm like, wow, didn't, didn't expect that out of someone even at her experience level. And I don't mean number of years. I mean number of matches because she spent a lot of time doing other stuff, but... Jimmy Van on the Listen Your Boy today, cheap plug there, said, What's the benefit for AEW to do this? If they did something with Impact, if they did something with NWA. And I said, I'll tell you right now what the benefit is for NWA. They get Thunder Rosa's face on their screen. That's mm-hmm. good enough for me. That's good enough for me.
3: Uh Evan, hey. go ahead. I'll go a little deeper. Uh AEW doesn't have a huge roster. No. But they've got plenty of working relationships. And they've got a video game space that could mean a lot for all brands involved. And that's something that's not, you know, to to, be taken lightly, you know? AEW
0: versus the world sounds like a pretty cool video game idea. That would be really good. Uh, Also, there's not a lot of veteran WWE female talent that's just floating around out there. How many times have we seen a woman released from WWE or let go and they never wrestle again? It's happened all the time. And what they're doing is they're taking one that, that has and they're doing really good stuff with, with Serena. It's just, I, 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 it's looking up. And that makes me very happy. The uh, channel, Ryan B. James says, was hoping for a Ken Jong cameo during the Vegas stuff. They should have done that. They should have found a way to do that. They
2: should have figured out a way to get Tyson in there.
0: I mean, why not? <laughs> to promote his fight too, that That's that would—I mean—that would have been good. Like Jericho has his tiger, and Jericho he's already, he's gets knocked out. already got out. a history
2: with Jericho. Yeah. Oh.
0: Jay Blood says Ortiz aggressively working out in the bride drink <laughs> top.
3: Um, I think I might have missed this. The three brides that Sammy had was one of them. Trent's mom, Sue.
0: I didn't see. <laughs> need to look. Uh, that
3: I would be sure amazing.
0: that one. would be amazing. Evan Wright says, ready to explode when Chris Statlander returns too. And Evan Wright says, them doing five women's matches on Dark was a nice thing to see this week. Eve, uh, uh, more of that every week to get the not ready women ready. Yeah, I mean, wrestling's changing. We're not going to see as many live events and house shows in the future. Mm-hmm. So you got to do it somehow. And Eloquent says, that AEW documentary thing looks cool. Uh, yeah, they got Director X for that. That bad boy. Uh, and Ray says, Sue was the second wife, I think. Oh, man. This was so good. This was so good. Yes. And I was so happy for it. Uh, Kevin Steets says, was hoping for a run out during Devin Rosa. Very glad that it was Britt. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. And then we get the main event. Team Taz against Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen. Team Taz ends up winning uh, with a drill claw. But the match, fine and dandy, fine and dandy. But that was not the story of this situation, Robert.
3: Will no, was Hobbs not.
0: Has, joined, uh, has joined Team Taz.
3: Uh, this was obvious to me from the moment they pitched it to him, but that doesn't make it any less great and... Even as much as Will Hobbs looked great, this is the best Brian Cage has looked since they signed him. He looked like an actual machine. He looked like a killer. This trio looks ready to go, and I can't wait to see them uh, bring life to AEW's midcard.
0: Yeah, uh, what did you think, uh, Alex, of Will Hobbs going heel? J.J. Lee says, Will Hobbs could have been a huge face, a shame. I think he could, but he's got to develop a character first. he can't just exist there and be a, a big baby face
2: yeah no i I think I think it's possible that he could be a, a big a big baby face um what I what I what I've kind of been anticipating this the whole time like it just he just feels like a dude that would that would walk around towering over taz and and you know teaming with Brian Cage like drill people into the ground. Like yeah. And Rich, Ricky Starks is being that, that guy who's, you know, who, hey, he has to get at get Ricky Starks, his mouth gets him into trouble and Will Hobbs has to get him out of it. Like there's all this stuff. It just feels very easy to me to, to, to picture those three guys as a unit led by Taz as their manager. It just feels very professional wrestling to me. And I'm I'm very excited to watch it. And I
0: like that for a change, we get the...
2: This is the story of the one.
0: guy that was offered a spot in a stable he mm-hmm. thinks it over and he goes yeah because this yeah, gives cre- this gives credibility to every time it happens in the future because mm-hmm. how many times have we seen it and somebody goes no nope. no
3: nope.
0: brian he says aw didn't feel like two hours darby shouldn't have eaten the pin since he's tnt champ rob your I thoughts disagree on that?
3: i disagree Darby should have eaten the pin because Brian Cage looks like the number one contender for the TNT title now, as he should. And Darby Allen can take the pin and keep coming back because that's his whole gimmick.
0: That's, that's, that's fair. I mean, I see it on, on both. Uh, Evan Wright says, I audibly yelled in my living room for Will Hobbs to make himself a star and hit Cody. I'm so high on that guy. I'm glad AEW is getting behind him. This is something that AEW does that some other companies... I'll just say WWE don't do. Like, this is a main event angle, I think. Like, I mean, a main event of TV angle. Like, a big turn. Okay, yeah, put that on last. That makes sense. Sometimes you'll have that on, like, hour two of Raw or something. Not to pick on WWE, but it's the way they format it. I like this closing the show. You get something big that happens. Uh, Blood says... What pops off the screen constantly is Ricky Starks is a one of one kind of talent. Boy, yeah. is that the truth. That guy is going to be big. He's going to be yep. big. Alex, d- does anything like jump off the page at, at you uh, about Ricky Starks besides the things that we see, a lot of no, the intangibles? He's,
2: he's just got such a great look to him. Yeah. Like, he just feels like an old school, um, you know, jerk of a, of a heel that can that can back it up and and then if he feels like it he's got two behemoths behind him that he can say you know what you back it up for me guys because i don't feel like it tonight i like there's there's that that whole mentality of you know what i could kick your ass but i don't feel like it boys you kick his ass for me that's such an old school heel thing it's so great to be able to like have that in in present now and make it actually feel real
3: Ricky Starks to me is like the closest thing we have to a legitimate member of the Four Horsemen. Dude looks good. He can work his ass off. He is as good as it gets. I got a four horsemen for you. How about Cocoa,
0: Fruity, Frosted, and Blueberry, Robert?
3: Are we talking about Magic Magic Spoon
0: dot com slash fightful? The four horsemen of your breakfast. If you want to look like a horseman, you can't be eating that regular cereal, too much carbs, too much sugar. Not a Magic Spoon, zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, only 3 net gram carbs or net grams of carbs in each serving. It's amazing. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low carb, GMO-free. I love Magic Spoon. Their variety pack has all four of those flavors. I dig this stuff so much. When you're when you're dieting but you still want some of those familiar foods magic spoon beats all i mean you can have it for a snack you can have it for breakfast and i i always tout this whenever i eat regular cereal i get more than one bowl one serving size yeah i bet maybe, maybe two maybe to like an eight-year-old or something not not a man not a grown man you're a man aren't you yes either yeah of course you are thank you robert you're a man, so you want a real serving. Well, at Magic Spoon, one serving is one serving. It fills you up because it's got that 11 grams of protein in it. doesn't leave you feeling empty, and you turn, go right back as you, you get that walk of shame back to the, the, the kitchen island or whatever, and you just, well, there's the finished box. There we go. Need more milk? Nope, Magic Spoon kind of regulates all that. Check them out, magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab a variety pack. Try it today. Use our code FIGHTFUL at checkout to get free shipping. They're so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, as in, if you're not a man, they'll give you your money back for free. I mean, they'll give you your money back for free. you give you your money back if you're a woman, too, but... <laughs> They don't discriminate against gender or anything. I don't want to imply that. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use the code Fightful
2: for free shipping. Do you remember, this is off the subject, do you remember when Dr. Pepper 10 came out where it was 10 calories? Their entire slogan for the first year of their existence was It's not for women! Because like, diet soda is for, for chicks. Okay, yes. This has 10 calories, oh. not zero. So it's not for women. <laughs> okay, guys. Way wait, wait to just completely cut yourself out of 50% of the market share. Oh, Fantastic.
0: Man. Anakin JMT says, says if you want one serving to fill your loved one up. Oh, there you go. Oh, man. I should have thought of that. I like to swerve people. Bryant, he says, do you think Team Taz needs Taz? Yeah, I do. I think Taz yeah. is one of the best on the mic out there right now.
3: Yeah, Taz is, as much as he's that gruff Brooklyn, like, I'm so tough just because I talk this way, it works. And he's bringing something that isn't out there right now. So I'm all for it.
0: Reminder, guys, as we get in the NXT review, donate a super chat. Get your question or statement read on the air. Uh, Even if uh, some of them are are a little bit behind and we can't show them on the screen, I do take them down. Uh, Kevin Steet says, I love Cody, but Darby is TNT champ. He should have came out last. I do agree with that. I think that's important. I think perception matters. Robert, does that do anything for you?
3: Well, Cody, this is the one place where Cody is just like, nope, this is all me. He's got to have the biggest entrance, the longest entrance. I mean, Omega's really trying, but maybe it's a rib on Cody. Who knows? Because these Cody entrances are really dramatic all the time. And I think Darby should have come out last. I mean, live though, I got to say Cody's entrance
0: owns like it's so good that even when downstate did that terrible <laughs> version live you're like that's yeah, not so bad i mean that's how good they are but oh man uh nerd guru says over under Shotzi trying to die at war games man she's yeah. she's crazy in that
2: ring Alex. What was the over over under set at five times know. they just said Ten over times?
0: under so i don't know a what hundred that times
2: did. yes Zero. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> the answer over, is... Over death. Yes. Always bet over death. My God. Uh, oh,
0: God. I just got to put over Leon Ruff so hard. So, they have it's this match, good. and it's good. And I actually like the DQ finish because it made sense. Damian Priest walks out, and he's like, you know what? Sorry, kid. And he punches Leon Ruff. And he wants to screw over Johnny, and it makes sense that he wants to screw over Johnny, and that's the way to do it. Because not only does he lose, he doesn't get his winner's share either. He doesn't, get the, he doesn't get to go to the pay window. But Alex, what I loved was the backstage.
2: This, this entire uh, storyline, through the, the through line for the entire episode was so good. And it made it made Leon Ruff look like I'm like, well, I thought that I I mean I didn't think he was a joke. Yes. Well I thought it was like a um, you know, a feel-good story. And, and now if, I'm watching it and real, here's like
0: Here's the thing. You're not alone, Alex. And if you did think he was a joke, that was the point. He made you yes. know he wasn't a joke.
2: Yeah, that that whole the whole thing where he walks up to Priest is like, what am I am I a joke to you? Like, no, you I mean, like, you think like if I'm the champion, and I love that he says this. If I can't retain the championship, I don't deserve it. Like, like that's that is a true, like true babyface thing to me. The guy who like says, "No, I I beat Johnny, and I, I get a, he wants a rematch. He gets a rematch, absolutely. And if I can't beat him, then I don't deserve to be champion anymore." There's so few babyfaces that would say that. He said it and he meant it, and he slaps Priest because he says, "No, I'm not. I'm nobody's joke. I'm nobody's joke." Leon Ruff for president. Like I love, love, love this storyline for this guy. So cool
0: and. I mean, here's the thing. I, I know a lot of people compare Damian Priest to Baron Corbin. Don't do it. Don't do that. If, if if Baron Corbin didn't exist, Damian Priest would be up on that main roster in his spot and they would not be making a joke of him. This yeah. ain't Baron Corbin getting slapped and being like, huh? This is Damian Priest being like, motherfucker, what'd you just do? Mate. And But part of him is like, Okay, he now was, I know.
2: Basically, he's saying he's saying Leon Ruff has a point. Yes. Like he's saying, like, as soon as soon as Ruff walks up, he's like, um, yeah, I screwed that up. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That was bad of me. And, and like that, that that makes me like Damien Priest yes. more. Makes him- a guy owning up to his shit. That's a baby is- face move. It's a babyface move. He hasn't done a single baby face move since he became a baby face until tonight. And I'm like, you know what? I like Damien Priest. And I love Leon Ruff. I hate Johnny Gargano. This triple threat match is going to be a lot of fun.
0: Oh, and and Regal. And Regal was amazing. He was so good at this, too. He's like, you deserved every bit of that. And Priest is like, yeah, kind of. But I love it. Oh, it was such good writing. Such good writing. And, of course, they go out and brawl later. Robert,
3: what's this story doing for you? So logical it hurts. (laughs) You know, like, it's so good. My favorite thing is... First of all, Priest pops him in the mouth because, hey, look, I don't really care that you're champion. I just care that Johnny isn't. Uh, Ruff has the perfect reaction. If I don't deserve this, here. And rip up my contract, too, because I don't want to be here. And Regal, straight-laced, best GM in the business. You know, you deserve that. And if you want a three-way, the three-way is yours. Yeah, I love that.
2: that, Where Ruff gets involved in the brawl between Johnny and – and, and Priest, I do I do hate that they have, Damian Priest has a match now, and as he's walking down, the first guy to be introduced for the match, Johnny attacks him. I have no idea who the match was supposed to be against. It doesn't matter. We'll just move on from that. Um, uh, but I love Leon Ruff getting involved and, and holding his own in this three-way brawl. And I love him basically saying to, to, to Regal, I want to face both of them. Like him requesting the triple threat match, but he knows he's in the line of fire of two guys that he has one third of a chance of keeping his title and there's no disqualifications that are going to save him that time. It's, it's so great. Like I, I want him to retain in the triple threat and I want him to have a long run. I'm really in on this Leon Ruff guy. Now.
0: Uh, JJ Lee says, I was afraid for Leon in this story. Now I'm all in man. People have been wanting to work with Leon Ruff for a long time. He's appeared on like every brand this year and made very good impressions all the way. Uh, Bryant, he says, didn't realize I needed Leon Ruff as North American champ in my life. This was the closest to a one, two, three kid Razor Ramon moment that I have seen in a long time. Yeah. Bo Dallas throwing out Wade Barrett was not it or beating (laughs) him. That was not it. Um, Humberto Carrillo was not it. Mm -mm. This was, and also I got to say those shorter term contracts they're signing these wrestlers to, Already proven fruitful. They are shitting or getting off the pot with these people. Kurt Stallion, a fixture on 205. August Gray with his TV tan showing up all the time. (laughs) Like, they're using these people. Uh, Now if only they would put that guy, Stokely Hathaway, that they signed two years ago on TV. I know. Might be be good news coming in that direction very soon, though, guys. Throwback 27 says... Just wanted to thank the fightful community for everything they've done. Tomorrow will be hard but fun. Leon bleeping rough. This makes NXT fun. Yeah, he is, he is a blast, and he's he's playing this character very very well. And he does make it fun. He does make it fun. So more yeah. more of that. More of that. Uh, less blindfold matches. <laughs> this is stupid. Um
2: I, I honestly thought for a second they were going to do a thing because it did appear like that was going to do where that Loomis could still somehow see because he lives in the dark. You know what I mean? Like he was just going to keep walking straight forward toward a panicky Cameron Grimes and at least it would have been funny. But it, it ended, you know, too fast with the stomping out of the zombie ref. I did appreciate that uh, Vin, that uh, Joseph, uh, Vic Joseph had his coat, his um coined the term pzsd which is post zombie stress disorder and i think that's great and i want i want i want i want cameron grimes t-shirts that says i am a survivor of pzsd um i this is all stupid but it was fun i mean it was stupid but it was fun
0: had some people uh saying that my thing glitched out i can't help it guys we use Streamyard on wednesdays stupid Ah, uh, I, I can't really control that. People, it's an uh, imperfect software. My thing glitched out. I- uh, so, we get a video package for War Games, December 6th, before we go back to the ring for our match with uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell defeating Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. Uh, I was fine with this. Again, there was nothing to the blindfold match. You covered it all. Yeah. But they are developing a women's tag team division in NXT. So I'm sitting here thinking, get those titles off of Nia and Shayna immediately please. Alex, well, uh your your thoughts on Candace and Indy? I'm liking them.
2: Yeah, I mean I I I'm I'm every time I see Indy do more stuff, I'm impressed. I still haven't seen enough yes. of of her as a as a as an all-out performer to really have an opinion. Um but uh Casey Casey and and uh Casey and Lacey um, they're, uh, Casey and Caden, they're, they're, uh, really good together. Um, uh, and they, they work as this underdog pairing. Like they're really fun. They're little couple of pit bulls. I like it a lot, but they never win matches and they're not supposed to. This was a good thing to like progress the, the, the Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell thing, especially since they just basically announced in that, in that, uh, war games thing, it's going to be Shotzi's team versus Candice's team. So Candice has got one. Mm-hmm. So now, now we now we'll figure out what we'll figure out what the, who the next two are by the end of the night.
0: We got an Arturo Ruiz video package because you know he got drafted to Raw last month.
2: Alex, I can't wait till we get a Dabakato video package uh, next week, <laughs> and then a yeah. Rick Moss one, and then all the guys who were on uh, exclusively, exclusively on Raw Underground who never had a match on regular Raw. All got drafted to Raw when I thought, when I guess they thought they were going to salvage Raw underground and then they just gave up on it entirely. And like you made Dabakato into a major deal on that, in that one, and you can't figure out a way to like have him punch dudes once a week. here's,
0: here's all you do. Here's all you do. Oh, well, you may have noticed that Chelsea Green was on SmackDown, or or you may have noticed this this wrestler on Raw from NXT. Uh, we traded Arturo Ruiz back. We traded sure. Dabakato back. Sure. Future considerations. You make some sense of it. A three-team deal, for the love of God. Because <laughs> let me tell you, we've seen far crazier us NBA yes. fans over the last week. I mean, I know that right now, in the NBA, Arturo Ruiz is worth at least three first-round draft picks. <laughs> at least. At least three.
2: Well, one um, of them is in 2040.
0: Yes, yes. Um, and so is his push. Yeah. Uh, Kashida, <laughs> Kashida, and that—that's being generous. Kashida beat him. I'm all for Kashida beating people.
2: He rules. I think um, he does rule, and this is great. And Kashida should beat him. Um, I think Arturo Ruas uh, has has. Uh, there's a role for him in WWE as a hitman type. Like, he just he has that look. He's got that pedigree. He's the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guy. Like, you should, like, AJ Styles has this comedy bodyguard who's so large that even large men are afraid of him just existing. Like, instead of having a comedy bodyguard, have a stable of dudes, have his actual bodyguard, this guy is using, use Dabokato. And use this guy, th- this guy, Ruas, as like a surgeon who you only send in to like take out a, a dude's knee and then he put him on a shelf. Like like have a have that be his his role as opposed to guy who is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter who gets his ass kicked by Kushida. And I, it was a 50-50 type of match, but like, you know what I mean? Like there's more you can do with guys like
3: this. Be creative. As much as it's weird that, you know, he was paired with I believe Raul Mendoza and Tay Conti for the longest time. Yeah. And Conti seems like she's the one doing the best out of yeah. all three. Uh, Ruas will be a fine tag partner for Timothy Thatcher when they run out of people and they oh. can just go around killing everybody.
0: Legata del Delphantasma got to be looking over at the death triangle like motherfucker. <laughs> like, I was supposed to be the coked out guy. Not, not pack. What yep. the hell? Uh, yeah. So after, we get Ember Moon and Tony Storm kind of side-eyeing each other about the the future of the women's title. The Jam on Ryan B. Jam says, I wanted who to take the Blackman role in the 24-7 segment oh and be the serious guy who the comedy guys can't beat. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, I think that Lars or Daba Kato being like the guys that they're like, well, maybe we can beat him, but I don't want to even try type yeah. of thing would work.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, that's a that's a great comparison. Russ could be an amazing Steve Blackman type be. of character. He'd be really cool. He wouldn't. Even, he'd never even have to talk. No, he'd just like wreck dudes, you know.
0: And Gulak could be his Al Snow, <laughs> which you know, kind of kind of a parallel there. <laughs> that a guy who too. can do a little bit of everything, but yeah. they lean in on him for comedy.
2: That'd be good. Man,
0: there there's some there's potential with twenty four seven, but they just. Oh, the same thing, chasing chasing people and getting rolled up. And when I see dorks getting rolled up on concrete backstage and getting pinned, but then I see Ali roll Riddle up the way that he did on Raw, where he puts all of his body weight across the shoulders and the calves, I'm like, all right, this doesn't compute here. This doesn't make any sense to me. Like, right, make it make sense, please. Well, Tony Storm and Ember Moon defeated probably my favorite WWE tag team right now, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I love those two. I think they're awesome. I want the NXT or I want the the women's tag titles on NXT at this point, Alex. Uh, what did you think of this match?
2: I want the NXT the women the women's tag titles to be defended. Yeah. Period. Help. And they should float like they're supposed to. Yeah. Um. Uh. And if they do float to uh. NXT, it's that's a per that's a perfectly great match. I'd like to watch. Um, and again, this is um, this is a lot of fun because I like I like Ember and Tony as a tentative allies until the time comes that they're both going to try and go after EO's title. Um, and, but you're right, Kai and, and and Gonzalez work fantastic together, they're they're a wonderful combination of different kinds of styles. Gonzalez impresses me more and more every time I see her. That that giant chest slam thing that she does where she just lifts them up by their torso and slams them down. That's so good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited by, about all this. And, and, and then we we're, we're get to see that, um, basically Candace and Indy are recruiting them to be the other two in their, uh, war games team. So that's, that's, that's a good, that's a good choice for me as well.
0: I like your, um, portrayal of Henry Rowengardner's mom in rookie of the year with the titles because you're asking them to float it. Float it, just, just float it, float it, float it. Uh, Nerd Guru says, "Keep Nia away from NXT, please and thank you." <laughs>
2: well, yeah,
0: fair. You know what? <laughs> also, I noticed she's like not taking any of the pins. Like, why are they protecting her? What do they think they have there? Like, is there something? There's, there's no secret box to unlock there. Like, <laughs> we've seen it. Yeah. There, there's, we're past the point of. Oh, well, she came up and she was still pretty green, but she'll end up... No, she won't end up. No, she's not gonna. No. She's got
3: the protection of the tribal chief. It's, it's pretty yeah. Uh, <laughs> solid.
0: Yeah. Uh, Candice Lorraine, and Indy ha- attack uh, Moon and Storm after the match. Uh, De- uh, Dakota and Raquel help them, help them out. Sure. Cool. I'm all for that. Uh, Timothy Thatcher beat August Gray, as I mentioned. He got that TV tan. And another guy that we saw get signed on one of those evolved deals and they've already got him on TV every single Mm -hmm. week. Uh, and, and I like him. He's fine. And he's, he's fine in this spot, which is getting beat by a more experienced Timothy Thatcher. Uh, Alex, I like this.
2: Yeah. And he's not backing down at all. I mean, he, he looks like an extra from boogie nights, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it go. Um, I, I, I want
0: I, him and somebody else to form, like, skinny Nasty Boys so bad. Because, I mean, the reason he went with August Gray is because yeah. Anthony Green's his real name, and he was yeah. a Retro AG, and he had uh-huh. a very, like, Nasty boysish look. I would yeah. just love, like, a little Nasty Boys yeah, thing. Yeah, that'd be good. Please.
2: Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is all good because uh, Thatcher needs wins. Like, even if they come at the expense of the evolved guys— just get him wins 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 so that when when we actually get to into a program like he appears to be heading into we don't look at go like well he's lost his last six matches. They were all great matches but he lost his last six. Why are we why are we looking at this guy as though he's a threat? So it's good to give him back on the win column in a few a few weeks in a row.
0: And they need to get him back in the win column because Tommaso Champa showed up and I'm very interested in your thoughts both of you. Uh we'll start with Alex on Thatcher looking at Champa being like, I got no problem with you and very much backing down from mm-hmm. Champa. Alex, yeah. how do you feel about that?
2: Well, I mean, Thatcher has no problem with Champa. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have, they haven't had a thing. What I hoped we were going to get is Champa coming out and saying, I like the cut of your jib. I could use a man of your talents, because, yes. because, because even though Champa did the, the babyface thing and, and sending off Velveteen Dream for the time being, which just, no bigger baby babyface thing in the world than to beat up Velveteen Dream. But at the same time, I, I think that heel Ciampa is where it's at. Um, so I would have loved if he was like, no, 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 I'm not here, I'm not here to attack you. I'm here to shake your hand. I like you. I was hoping that's where we were going, but no, apparently he he wants to pick a fight with Timothy Thatcher, which should be interesting. But I if you're you're gonna go that route, Timothy Thatcher shouldn't be like, um sir uh, I defer to you sir I shall bow What's to you up, as I back you guys slowly it's November 11th the- that's not a great look for Timothy Thatcher
3: Yeah this goes very much in the same vein of like if Champa wants the entitlement out of NXT Thatcher is giving him what he <laughs> wants he's being exactly. very respectful
2: Like the idea of like Timothy Thatcher like I basically that, that's my idea if he wants to like go into the locker room and root out all these kids who think who think they're there's something you use a guy like Thatcher I to help do that, who also hates all these young kids, like who hates these kids who don't who don't know what the art, the technical, hopefully part it never of, does of have- wrestling is. Thatcher doesn't like those guys, and neither does Champa. They seem like a perfect fit to work together, as opposed to Th- Thatcher's the guy you want to go after. I mean, I know he quit, but like the perfect guy for that would be like Austin Theory. You know what I mean? Like there are people, there are lots of people out there that that feel like they're a little too big for their britches. Timothy Thatcher does not seem like one of those guys.
0: I I am in agreement with that too. It's 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 just such we're so used to that one-dimensional WWE booking where it's like if somebody's yeah. a badass they either do or don't. They they yep. they never back down or they're complete chicken shit. And that's yep. that's what we're used to. Uh, Andre Banks says, "Would love to see Shayna come back and haunt the NXT Women's Division again as a tag champion." Well, I think that would be actually a good thing. I think that that entire division should conspire against her in that yeah. regard. Like, the she's everybody's enemy, but they're all working together because they also know that, that those titles will be on that show more. And I think yeah. that would create an interesting story, but I don't know if, if that, would exa- that would exactly work. Uh, we had a super chat earlier about Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. Uh, Colt Badeau says, Kevin Owens on commentary next week. Yes, please. Well, I don't know what this means. I mean, like, I don't know if he's getting involved in a storyline, but again, I do want to see them make some freaking sense of this, of why he can just show up. Uh, but yeah, I'm all for, I mean, on commentary, no big deal, but if he's wrestling, right. I wanted to make sense of it.
2: Well, here's the, here's, here's the way you make sense of it. It's very easy to do. He's, he's showing up because Wade Barrett asked him, as, as Weber has said, I found I found a guy to come in and take my spot and he was do, happy to do it. Kevin Owens is like, yes, I love to talk. Let me go back to the place that I love. Yes. I love NXT and I will sit there and talk. And while he's there, you have somebody pick a fight with him. And then he's not like going back to NXT as a wrestler. He's just fighting the dude who picked a fight with him. And that's that's something for them to do that, that's, that's a lot easier.
3: Yeah, I'm... Um... We've been hearing up for like a year that Kevin wants to go back to NXT. I hope this isn't it though, because the main roster needs Kevin Owens. And the main roster needs Kevin Owens to be utilized in a big time way.
0: Yep. Uh, this Boa stuff. What the fuck is going on? She's dude? coming.
3: She's coming. I don't know who she is, but she's coming. Has um, Karen Q ever seen this menacing to anybody? <laughs> what, what? What am I missing here? <laughs> I, I
2: I don't I don't know um, I it's a weird thing where he was it was just me or did he answer the door with two black eyes like he, did. I mean, he, he I, didn't slept. He, he had been slapped around
3: pretty bad Well, uh, he sla- has not slept. he's around the clock waiting for her because she's coming
2: <laughs> I just love Regal like at the door and then after he closes the door real turns around and does a take to the camera who's over his shoulder like did you see that that's kind of weird right I, <laughs> it's just so wonderfully regal oh my god. <laughs>
0: Reminder, guys, as we wrap up, uh get your super chats in. Eo Shirai and Rhea Ripley. Good match. Clean finish. I I dug it. Uh Ray Callahan said Rio Eo. A uh, Rhea EO. Hot dog. Rhea to Team SmackDown Sunday. Uh Rhea did hug her, shook hands. I mean, that's that's the, the common speculation or the natural speculation after something like this, Robert, is they lose it's the big send-off it's pretty pretty solidified and clean they're moving on uh i'm still waiting for the charlotte thing to make sense yeah but, um yeah i, I yeah. could see her popping up on smackdown i'm surprised she wasn't
3: already on smackdown as is like smackdown needs her for survivor series but overall raw needs rhea ripley yes. because asuka's sitting here with the title and she hasn't done anything since fighting Bailey and Sasha. In fact, her last opponent is now no longer with the company. <laughs> so it's therefore kind of like retconned. I don't know. Raw needs Rhea Ripley and they need her yesterday. So hopefully yeah. she goes to Monday nights.
2: Like this thing is is that um I I have like on 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 SmackDown, she gets to work Sasha, she gets to work Bailey, she gets to work Bianca, she gets to learn from somebody like Natalia. Like, I, I I would love the idea of Billy Kay just assuming that this other Australian person can also be her best friend and just ingratiating herself into Rhea Ripley. I think that could be a lot of fun. I feel like on Raw, she gets turned into Crocodile Dundee. Like she's just oh, this yeah. terrible, terrible character that Vince is like, Hey, great, you're this giant Amazon woman. Uh yeah, I'm gonna you're you kill crocodiles. That's what you do. Like, I feel like that's the thing that, that it's going to jump into his head on Raw. On SmackDown, should be too working, too busy working great matches. On Raw, they got three hours to fill. Got to do some zany character shit.
3: See, but I'll go so far as to say, this is the one Triple H would stick his neck out for and die on the hill. I, I mean, I don't know well, what I mean, that's going to do.
0: I can't tell you the number of people that have moved on from NXT that tell me, you're no longer one of Triple H's kids. Yeah. When he doesn't book you. And I mean, that was I don't want to say that that disenfranchised a lot of people, but it did. I mean, a lot that I spoke to were like, man, everybody says that, oh, we're one of Triple H's kids. No, you're not once you leave. And because he he doesn't really have that much to do.
2: If Triple H is the father figure, he's the guy who says, once you turn 18, you're out on your own. I don't (laughs) want to hear from you again. That's who that guy is.
0: Uh, the nerd guru says, "Keep Charlotte away from NXT, please." And thank you. Cyclops is better than Wolverine. Says that Boa's story is so bad it's good. It is ridiculous.
2: Well, we don't know what it is yet. It's like still I'm, so it's dumb. still, it's still incredibly dumb. You're telling me, like they I'm, don't
0: have email in China. I get Chinese spam mail every
2: day. No, it's an ancient <laughs> Chinese sect that's gone through that's time traveling. That's that's what it is, John. Oh it's very God. simple. It's it's horrible. But I still don't know what it is yet. The end result could be great, but the journey to get there is whack. They act like Zyla
0: lives, like came from North Sentinel Island or something (laughs) like that. Like you you can't communicate at all. You just got to send a letter in a bottle. It's so ridiculous. As far as Charlotte, yeah, I don't want her back in NXT for any reason. Yeah. Uh, also, Io Shirai re Ripley, fantastic was, match. It was, it was a great match. Fantastic match. Then we get the the finish. We've got we've got Finn Balor coming out. Now they played this very close to the vest as to what was going to happen, uh, what announcement would be be going, on. and there really wasn't much of one. It was just him being out there. Um, Bryant Heath says that NXT end hyped me up. It was Pat McAfee's group coming out. And Undisputed Eric coming back. Alex, how did you how did you feel about this close to the show?
2: It was weird the whole like uh well Finn's supposed to be here, but he hasn't shown up yet. Let's do that exact update four times throughout the night. And then the weird thing was like they do a split screen of him arriving to the arena during the women's title match. Like that's not the that's not the place to do that, guys. Exactly. Um that's not the place to do that. Not not then, because that that match, that women's match, was shit. We're underselling it. Like it was a great damn match, and this to to be the close of the show. I understand why they did it, but still, that match deserved to close the damn show. I would
0: I um, would much rather them have it done before and him say I wanted to check out that match <laughs> instead yeah, of yes. You know what? Yeah. I I showed up during that. Uh, yeah.
2: Um. I I uh, I love um. I love Finn. I think uh, who knows what announcement he was going to make, but I but I I did appreciate you know Pat McAfee being as good as he is on the mic because he's great. He's such um, a natural. He's I mean, even such his, a natural at this. His
0: bumps too. Like, his bumps are God. good too,
2: man. He's 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 a real natural at this. Uh, but he him showing up and I like I like uh, Finn be like using U uh, <laughs> E as his backup is such a weird thing. Like it's the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but. Finn doesn't know Pat McAfee is his enemy yet. So it's a weird thing to like, Have like, hold on. I had this whole thing queued up. Uh, Lights, and like the lights go out on Finn like he was ready for it. It's just a weird thing. It's funny.
0: That was NXT. Uh, Bryant Heath says, Pat Pat McAfee is my favorite heel. He's a really good one. He's a really good one. He's really great. And Alec you... Farmer says, SRS should get drafted to Raw and become the character Senpai Donglord. We can all bow down to our hero. Uh, no, I'm booked very well
3: on Fightful. And, uh, <laughs> you I value your artistic art to get a creativity. Out of Senpai Donglord, though. What is it? I think Vince would enjoy booking Senpai Donglord.
0: You know what? I'd probably get a pretty good push <laughs> yeah. as, this, as the Donglord. <laughs> well, you all get to see the OG Donglord. Uh undertaker not not via the penis just the dong bidding adieu on sunday so make sure you guys join me for that post show i'll be joined by fightful mma shaquille Missouri. there's a ufc pay-per-view this weekend and i'll be joining him on the one-two punch on friday afternoon so there's just a ton of stuff we've got shows like every day we had to listen your to boy today and make sure you check out uh Jeremy Lambert and Joe Holbert on the distraction. I'm so happy to see that doing well. They'll be doing our retro reviews on select moving forward, but you can also check out Alex on select Alex. Tell the people all about it.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I review uh, raw on Tuesdays and uh, SmackDown on Saturdays and uh, SmackDown is usually better than raw, but that doesn't mean it's good. So, <laughs> so I am, I am, I am, uh, Liberal, with my criticism, I guess would be the the yes. nicest way to put it.
0: <laughs> uh, Rafael Garcia had sent a super chat and said, Was Pete Dunne always meant to be a part of McAfee's group, or was he included to replace Ridge? As far as I know, he was always supposed to be in it. Uh, I think Lorcan and Burch were the additions. I Don't quote me on that. Don't, like, report that or anything. But that's, that's what I believe. Uh, Robert, in about, oh... 24 hours i guess you're technically on the clock for us
3: i am i'm here in fightful friday through sunday the rest of the week i'm over at wrestlezone.com and i'm over on their facebook channel doing their podcast and i'm also on smart out moment wednesdays fridays and sundays so check me out everywhere
0: guys please do it reminder leave a thumbs up subscribe tap that bell for notifications most importantly subscribe to fightfulselect.com if you guys like us having new personalities and new faces on if you like the exclusive news do that it helps us finance that that pursuit of news hiring people also i did a review or a prediction show with exenia check her out on that it's for survivor series lots of stuff on fightful until next time guys we're out